Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, guys. Hi. What are the things you should never talk about at work? Politics. From WNYC, this is Money Talking at Work, a collaboration with the Harvard Business Review. I'm Charlie Herman. Recently, I asked my colleague Rebecca Ibarra to conduct a little informal survey and ask people what topic is off limits at work. I think probably in this day and age, politics. Probably politics and other coworkers. <laughs> politics. I don't want to get into that. Don't ask me who I'm voting for. I don't want to talk about politics. That's, it just makes things uncomfortable. Okay? Okay, look, I get it, especially this presidential election. And I know that I have a little bit of a skewed view on what you can and can't talk about in the office because I work in a newsroom and we're supposed to talk about the election and other uncomfortable subjects. Yet even here, there are those times when someone just makes a comment and you just you just don't know how to react. So if you are dying to talk about the debate or the emails or the latest accusation about fill in the blank, how do you do it? I think the most important thing, first of all, is to, you know, look for and watch for the signs of people who are interested and willing to engage in talking about politics. And if people are clearly giving you no sign that they want to talk about it, if you start to broach it or someone else broaches it and they drop their eye contact or, you know, start to look at their phone, that's a good sign that they're not comfortable. This is Leanne Davey. And as I like to put it, she's kind of an executive coach for teams. I am the co-founder of Three Co's Inc., working to change the world one team at a time. And here's the deal. You might be listening to this and thinking, no, this is not going to happen. I am not talking politics with my coworkers. But really, just how likely is it that it doesn't come up at work? So it's very hard to imagine going through such an extended election cycle without talking about politics at work to some extent. But my advice would be to be very, very careful about um, with whom you talk about it, how you broach the subject, and, and how you disengage if, uh, if things don't go well. So how do you raise the topic? Yeah, so I think what you do is you use it as an opportunity to understand your colleagues better and to strengthen your connection with them rather than uh, when it's done without forethought, when you do it just haphazardly, when you come in in the morning and just, you know, in an exasperated way, you know, slam the candidate from the debate or something else. You have to to go in being curious, trying to understand being interested in how people could come to such a different conclusion in the face of the same information. So first choose with whom you're going to talk about politics. Um, In terms of how you talk about it, asking questions, talking about issues, particularly issues that are relevant to your business, that's the safest thing. So if you're in the health industry talking about uh, the Affordable Care Act and where that's going to go and, and what the next iteration of that will be might be very relevant to your business. Certainly many people at work are very interested in where the Trans-Pacific Partnership might go. So those kinds of topics are the safest, whereas topics that are, are strictly about personal issues are um, the most volatile and the most uh, difficult to bring up successfully at work. I think the most important thing is that you actually make that decision, that you think about it, you think about who you're talking to, you think about how you're talking about it. Those are the most important things. Is there ever an appropriate time to talk about politics at work? Well, certainly not when you're supposed to be getting work done. So I think this is one of the big challenges is that uh, you can easily get into quite a lengthy conversation when you're supposed to be working. And that is not 
productive and it, it doesn't make sense and there's not really a place for it in the workplace. So much better suited to uh, use it when you're you know, getting a coffee or there's downtime. A lot of people start a meeting with this kind of thing. And you know, as they're coming into the meeting, people are assembling, they're talking about you know, what was in the headlines last night. That's a very, very dangerous way to start a meeting. If you need to get something accomplished in that meeting, if you need to come together and collaborate and, and get to some kind of an important action out of that meeting, and what you've done is walked in, pulled the pin, and thrown a grenade into the middle <laughs> of the room. So, you know, choose wisely about when you can have these kinds of conversations. But how do you respond if someone does start talking politics and you either don't want to or uh, you totally disagree with what they're saying? So that's where you have to make a conscious choice. So you have choices all the way from being very clear that, you know, I don't want to talk about politics at work and I'm going to walk away to, you know, people who believe very, very strongly in the causes that they support and they want to take an opportunity to educate and inform somebody about their position. I'm okay with anywhere on that continuum. The point is you need to do it knowing that there will be consequences uh, one way or the other. So walking away from someone and saying this thing that's of interest to you is not of interest to me, that's going to pull you apart to a certain extent, but maybe less so than, than getting into a heated argument. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if it's your coworker, if it's an equal who maybe has a a differing point of view, but if it's your boss or maybe somebody that reports to you and you realize you just totally disagree with them, what do you do? Yeah, and as soon as you you bring power differentials into the equation, it becomes that much more dangerous to be talking about differences of opinion here. So if I'm the boss, definitely don't use your power position to assert uh, a political view. So if you want to ask questions, if you want to understand and that sort of thing, uh, that's a lot safer. But you have to be very aware right from the get-go that as soon as you have power over someone, you need to wield that power very carefully. And making it seem like you need to uh, vote one way or hold a certain belief to be successful in that organization is, is very problematic. What you're talking about are a lot of one-on-one encounters. What happens if you're in a meeting or a group situation and somebody makes a real blanket statement that you really disagree with? That can really make a situation uncomfortable. What do you do? This is another situation where you really have to be uh, thoughtful about whether this is the time or the place. If you do believe it's an appropriate time, uh, then you know you just call it out. You say that's really interesting. So it sounds like you're exasperated with you know the state of of American politics. I get where that comes from. At the same time, our you know there's so many positive things going on in you know in government at, at local levels and greater empowerment of people and more diversity of of the slate of candidates, or you can make a statement that helps somebody reframe the situation or, or shows that you're thinking about it differently. You know, I wouldn't disagree specifically. I wouldn't say, I think you're wrong. I think it's always best in a situation like that to validate where they're coming from, uh, to say, you know, it's pretty easy to, you know, to get to that point this year. Um, right. So if someone says time, in a meeting, I, if someone says in a meeting, Trump is a liar, don't yell back. Hillary's a liar. <laughs> exactly. It's just not going to get you anywhere. All it's going to do is create friction between you uh, and create friction in a relationship that's an important relationship to you getting your job done. So that's just not good thinking. Is there a benefit uh, to talking about politics? 
Well, I, I think for our society, there's a benefit to having people engaging on these kinds of conversations. I think ideally the conversation should be about substantive things like the issues themselves. What do we believe about trade and the role of trade in uh, strengthening our economy in a global world? You know, how do we feel about the retrenchment away from a more global economy? What do we feel about inequality in the 99% and the 1% and where things are going? So, so having substantive conversations about issues, I think this year it's certainly brought up a lot of thoughts around the actual system itself. And does the system even allow us to get the government we deserve anymore or those kinds of things? So, you know, I think those kinds of conversations are very, very valuable. But, uh, you know, if it's about Trump versus Clinton or about the variety of nasty comments and those sorts of things, that's probably not going to lead us anywhere beneficial. So if you do want to talk politics at work, one, talk about substantive issues, and two, take a moment to think about it before you, you really engage in the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So the first thing is to just think about and, and take a deep breath. If you've been in the car on the way to work listening to the news and you're you know riled up and, and aggravated about what you heard, just take a minute to kind of settle yourself take a deep breath before you go in. That's the first thing. Then be really careful about who you speak with about these sorts of issues. You might have someone at work that feels the same way as you do that you can easily have have a conversation with. But just remember that people will see that. And the more you have two or three people that you talk about the other candidate and roll your eyes and those sorts of things, that will be divisive for the people who feel differently. And we don't want to create a a chasm uh, in the team between the two different camps. If in the course of this election, you come to learn that a lot of your coworkers really have views that you really vehemently disagree with, but you really like your job, um, you know, but you, you suddenly realize like, I don't like these people that I work with. They really have values that I don't agree with. Uh, what do you do? So it depends on whether you have the flexibility to change jobs, and many, many people don't. And so if you don't, I think it's a matter of focusing on and thinking about the things that you do like about your colleagues and, again, connecting with them. It's pretty easy to get common ground around, well, we all want what's best for our kids, or we all want what's best for our country or our future, and we disagree about what that is. But you know, I'm going to think about it as, wow, they're really passionately engaged about what they believe is best for their children and the future of the country. And you think about it that way because you don't have any other options if you can't leave your job. I'm the kind of person that believes if you do have that flexibility and you don't respect the people you work with or you don't share values, that you are better to, to look elsewhere. That you, This is where you spend the majority of your waking hours. You want to be somewhere where you feel passionately not only about the work but also about the people you get to do the work with. So it is the kind of issue on which you might vote with your feet. Um, but many people don't have that option. Leanne, thank you very much. Oh, my pleasure. And uh, next week we can talk about religion in the workplace. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Leanne Davy is the co-founder of Three Co's Inc., and she's also the author of You First: Inspire Your Team to Grow Up, Get Along, and Get Stuff Done. So it's not impossible to talk about politics at work. Just try and keep it about the issues and stay curious and try and stay away from the he said, she said part of the discussion. Save that kind of talk for your family or your friends. And if some of your coworkers are your friends, well, maybe you should have that talk over a drink after work. If you are dying to talk about politics but are afraid to do it at the office, 
Well, have that conversation with us. Send an email to us at moneytalkingatwnyc.org. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Money Talking is a production of WNYC Studios. Our team includes Bill Moss and Rebecca Ibarra. Special thanks to Amy Poftak at the Harvard Business Review. We don't really talk politics much, but we do talk about management and the workplace and great TV shows you should be watching. I'm Charlie Herman. This is Money Talking. Thanks for listening. <laughs>